This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Feminine Essence. Feminine Essence is a podcast for women following their passions in business. Each episode of Feminine Essence, we feature interviews and advice on how to increase your visibility with greater success and impact while inspiring you to step into your feminine essence. Here's your host, Steffi Joe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feminine Essence, Powered Passion, Business Success. This is a podcast for women following their passion in business. I'm Steffi Joe, your podcast host, and I want to thank you for joining me today. I am really excited to introduce you to my guest. And before I do, I just want you to know if you would like some more information about my Feminine Essence podcast, just go to my website at www.expressyouressence.com. And if you have a few minutes, just check out my uh, new products. I'd love it if you do. Today, my guest is Katrina Sawa. She is a woman who has many strengths and a big heart. Katrina has taken all of her strengths and turned them into tools that she keeps in her back pocket, all of which are of great value to business entrepreneurs that are starting out or growing their business and she's just a wealth of information that she loves to share and help others with. And what I particularly love about Katrina is not only has she taken her tools and developed a business to help other entrepreneurs, she has also connected love and success as a huge part of becoming successful. Katrina speaks about success and how it's affected by the love you have in your life, not only for yourself, but also for you know the love that you give and receive from people who you're surrounded with. And this is such an important topic for entrepreneurs to understand as they grow their business. It is definitely a part of success. It equates to greater success. And, and I think you're really going to enjoy what Katrina has to say about that. So Katrina is known as the Jumpstart Your Business Coach because she is literally, she literally kicks her clients and their business into high gear. Katrina is the author of Love Yourself Successful, Jumpstart Your Business Now, and the creator of Jumpstart Your Marketing System. She enjoys inspiring entrepreneurs, speakers, and professionals to move faster and more affordably towards their ultimate revenue and professional goals using online and offline relationship marketing strategies, leverage business models, and ongoing accountability. Katrina is an energetic, tell-it-like-it-is speaker, an award-winning coach who has been featured on the Oprah and Friends, XM Radio Network, ABC, and The CW. She is a featured contributor to the Women's Speakers Association and Public Speakers Association, of which she was awarded the National Collaborator of the Year Award in 2016. With 30 years experience in sales, business, and marketing, Katrina speaks to groups of all sizes and works with dozens of different kinds of industries and business. So I want to thank you for joining us and let me bring in Katrina. So I want to make a big welcome for Katrina Sawa. I'm so happy you're here with us today, Katrina, and I'm excited for our topic, uh, 
And I don't want to give too much away, but I will say it's all uh, has a lot to do with love and money. And Katrina, I can't wait for you to share this, your information, how you came about this um, with the audience today. And but before we get into it, I would like for you to tell us a little bit more about you and and what got you here. What got me here? That's a loaded question. I know. (laughs) I wanted to leave it open for you. You Right? I could go anywhere with that. I'll start when I was five. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Happy Joe, you're so cute. I love, thank you for having me. Um, So I've been a business and marketing coach for almost 17 years now. And I started because I was in advertising sales and I was working with these small businesses all over town in my local area in Northern California. And so many of them were great at what their business or product or service was. They had no idea how to get a lot more clients and really market themselves. In fact, they would give me their business card, literally give me their business card and say, here, run this in the newspaper. And I'd be like, I am not running your business card in the newspaper because you're going to get zero results. So I would tell them they had to listen to me and do it the way I told them, or I'm not going to take their money. And then I would proceed to tell them all these other things they would need to do in their business in the back end when they got new customers and keeping track of database and sending emails and follow-up and flyers and in-house store coupons and all this other stuff that they weren't even doing that they had no even, they had no idea. So I, and I saw people going out of business left and right. And I'm like, well, that's a shame. They're doing what they love and they're not making the money. They're not seeing the results. And so I realized I had to go out and do more than just sell ads. I needed to teach them all these other things that was going to make them more of a smooth running money-making machine of a business. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Where... Where did in that, in, in doing that and, and realizing that, where did you, uh, was there a moment or something that happened that clued you in that this is my mission? This is my passion and I've got to do something about it. It was more the repetition of them just, I mean, not knowing what they're doing. Mm. And I just came to an awareness that was like, wow, okay. I can maybe just go out and be a marketing consultant and go around and teach them other things and make sure they have all these other things in place, not just advertising where they're spending a bunch of money, but they don't know what they're doing to make it all flow together. So I think it was just uh, an increased awareness that finally put a light bulb in my head to go start my business. And it was scary. I mean, I was married at the time uh, to my starter husband and (laughs) it... uh, he was scared because I was letting go of the somewhat steady paycheck, right? I was on com- uh, base plus commission back then, but it was still pretty uh, steady since I was good in sales. And uh, it wasn't easy. And we actually had to get some support from a family member because I pretty much just left one day and said, I'm done. And then I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> And so, and back then it was back in 2002 and it was a little bit easier to ramp up a business than, than maybe it is today because I don't know, it just, it seemed like it was easier and now it's a little bit more difficult. 
you don't necessarily leave your job now you know, and then go do the business. You actually mm-hmm. ease into your business while you ease out of your job. <laughs> yeah. so. but, you know, so you, I mean, you have so many strengths. And so you had this awareness and with your strengths and you saw a need. And, yeah. And well, so I realized I knew there. a lot. I realized I knew a lot that they didn't know. And yeah, I went to school for a marketing degree and all that. And I was, uh, I'd been in the industry and advertising and some different arenas. And I, I learned about direct mail and more traditional stuff like radio, direct mail, newsprint, couponing and stuff like that, door to door. I just realized I knew. So I became more confident. I became more confident in my ability and my knowing of what to do for people. Mm-hmm. And I realized the, that they didn't, they knew a lot less than I did. So I felt pretty confident that I could convince them to pay me to show them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you've, you've written a book that I really love the, the title, Love Yourself Successful. Yeah. And is that, do you bring in this knowledge in that book or is it really just about the connection of love in business? Can, can you expand on that book for us? Because yeah. So once I started working with the business owners on helping them get clients, make more money, be more streamlined and stuff, I would, then I had a new awareness. Like why is is about 60% of my clients not doing what they, I'm telling them to do? What is missing? Why are they not doing it? It's simple. You You do this, you say this, you send this, done. You should get some clients and they won't even take that first step. And once I started analyzing the situations and the relationships and scenarios and in full with a lot of these clients, most of them are women and many of them were in, it would, what I found out was unhappy marriages or they were uh, single and unhappy because they didn't want to be single. They, so, and, or one of those, and, or they also had lower self-esteem or low confidence in themselves. So all of those factors together made them not as motivated and made them not quite as a go-getter, right? Whether they were an introvert or extrovert, it didn't matter. It it prevented them. They were self-sabotaging. They had head trash and stuff going on and telling them they they weren't good or who are they to do this or, you know, they're not as good as the next person. So why even try kind of thing, right? So I realized that there was some common denominators going on and... It was true for me in a lot of time in my life too, when I was in an unhappy marriage and then I was single for some time and I was lonely and I had a hole in my heart and I was sad. And that uh, contributed to maybe a deflated sense of motivation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so all of that together, I, I thought about it. It took me about three years to really come up with the concept for the book, Love Yourself Successful, because I was like trying to put my finger on, okay, what if, what is it? What's missing? Mm-hmm. And then after that, just in that period of time where I was really evaluating some clients and all this stuff, I came into the four types of love that when you focus on working on those things, that it, you can really see a lot more revenues coming in, a lot more money coming in the other end. So then I started like testing this with clients. Okay, here's these four areas, right? It's love for self, right? You gotta have love for yourself and faith and confidence and belief that you're, uh, you can do anything and that you deserve to be paid what you're worth and all that. And then it's love for what you're doing. First of all, you gotta be in the right business. If you're an entrepreneur, you gotta be in the right career. Otherwise, get out and do something you're more passionate about. 
Mm-hmm. Love in your environment. A lot of us have those annoying, toxic people that, you know, say, well, why don't you just go back and get a job? It's okay. You know, what are you thinking doing your own business? Are you crazy? Or you just invested $10,000 in a coach? What is wrong with you? Those are all, right? Uh, you probably heard that stuff too, yeah. right? Yep. And, you know, it, that stuff, especially if you're an entrepreneur, will totally squash your energy level. And so we have to look at the toxic people in our life, the negativity, the, um, just the surroundings of ourselves. So there's the love in your environment and then love with the significant other is the fourth one. And whether you're happy in your relationship or not, I know you're completely happy. You're somewhat of a newlywed still. And yes. I know I am yes. too. So we're in complete happiness, but there's a lot of people that aren't, right? right. And it totally affects you. So when you're not in a love-filled relationship, or in a relationship at all, and you want one, there's, there's a hole, there's some sadness. And all of those things, those four types of love will affect how many clients you're attracting, what kind of messaging you're putting out there, how much marketing or people you're talking to, or if you go and fill out that speaker application, or if you get to that networking event, it'll affect all your revenue generating activities. So we have to look at those things too. Oh. Katrina, I love this. I love this and that you've made this connection and to the, the connection to our success. And, you know, I, I know that uh, love is, you know, such an emotional and it's also just very at the core of all of us. And the way you have put this together and connected it to the success and you talk about love and money I just think, which is money is also so emotional, that uh, this is a hot topic and information that all of us entrepreneurs should be paying attention to yeah. and assessing. You know, I think after I've, you know, talked to you and got to know you that, you know, I've assessed, you know, in different areas of my life for sure. And of course, yeah, I did get married about four years ago. So I'm still in love. <laughs> Right. I'm still in those beginning years, but but when you know, in speaking with you and and the time that I've known you, understanding, I was able to reflect back for that and realized where and you know looked at where was my success at the time, mm-hmm. and there was a huge shift when you know I took care of you know that part of my life was came full circle and, and more complete when I found someone a significant other in my life a huge shift. Yeah. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that love and money connection, I, you know, I just, I'm fascinated by it. So is there, you know, you gave us the four types. So what in the assessment or what would be the first thing that, you know, an entrepreneur would do? If, I like to talk to our female entrepreneurs, especially, you know that, but what would they do? Um, some tips Well, the first thing, I think the biggest thing that can be the issue is to find those toxic people in your life. Uh, And it could be someone you're married to. Mm -hmm. It could be someone you're living with. It could be a brother, sister, mother, daughter. It could be someone very close to you. In my case of my first marriage, it was my husband. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was, when I started my business, I started my business during the marriage, right? So I was an employee and then all of a sudden I'm an entrepreneur. And then I go to these conferences that he didn't want me to go to because they were pricey. I'd have to spend thousands of dollars for travel and hotel and the conference ticket. 
And first that got poo-pooed, right? Like, no, I don't want you to spend the money on that. Well, look, I have to spend the money. It's like going to college. I got to go to college to learn what I need to know about this type of thing, right? Once I learned and my mindset grew and I met all these other people doing these huge things, whoop, I was like, I was all in. I'm like, okay, I can make this much more money if I just do this and this and this. That's all I need to do. But you come back and you talk to this stable entrepreneur or employee mindset about all these fancy ideas over here, blah, 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 risky, blah, blah, money. They're like, what? They don't get it, right? right. They don't get it. So there was a huge communication disconnect. And, but the problem was he wasn't even open to hearing it. He wasn't even open to understanding. He wasn't even open to having discussion. He wasn't even open to exploring it. He wasn't even open to actually learning what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just shut. And so then I had this person who I was supposed to love, didn't want to even know what I was so excited about. Mm-hmm. That's worse. Yeah. That's wrong. That's toxic. So really evaluate who is in your life. And because I, I have a lot of women who will say, oh, my husband supports me. And then I hear what they're actually telling them. And it baffles me. It's like, well, he just told you that you can't spend money on, I don't know, a new website or getting a website. You don't even have a website. Well, he says to go out and make some money first and then I can, you know, get the website. I'm like, that is backwards, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, granted, you don't need to spend thousands on a website. You need some kind of little presence, right? Just for credibility. But then that's negative. Even though you think, no, I'm totally supportive of you, honey. But when you make some money, then you can go do this. That is not supportive. Yet people will see it as being supportive. Right. Right. So those are the kinds of things that I was running up against. Those are the kind of red flags you want to look for. You want to look for those kinds of red flags in the conversations. It's the little one-liners. It's the little things they say. Now, I'm not saying every spouse is going to be doing this, okay? Hopefully not. Yes. Don't turn a blind eye to the ones that are. You have to communicate how passionate and where your goals are and what your expectations are and what your possibilities are in order to be able to communicate what's possible. Like they don't even, you know, an entrepreneur, your unlimited amounts of money can be made from an entrepreneur. Yeah. There's no ceiling. There's no cap on your salary, right? It's only what you can produce. So that's the number one thing I would look for is in anybody around you that's feeding you those negative things, you have to somehow distance yourself. Like if, especially if it's a a relative or a friend that you just, maybe you're just busy next time they call. And the next time they call, you're busy. The next time you call, they're busy. You're busy. (laughs) And you just kind of avoid them, right? Now you can't avoid your spouse. You have to figure that out. I had to get it first. Yeah. Um, But that surrounding, just making sure, yes, you know, we all, there's, you know, negative people around and being, a, I like that, uh, what you're saying, being aware, that awareness and surrounding yourself with the ones that, you know, that are positive. Right. And, so then go find a couple of tribes of people yes. that lift you up and encourage you that are like-minded thinkers, mm-hmm. bigger picture, possibility, optimistic thinkers. Yes. Um, you can find those in groups on Facebook, you can LinkedIn, you can go to networking events with them. You, you find little pockets of people that you can then hang around more. You got to stay in that conversation. Otherwise the other conversations will pull you back 
Yes. Well, what, you know, when you talk about love and money is do, you know, I think what I'm hearing is there's a direct link between, maybe I'm not, you know, I want you to confirm this. Is there a direct link between the amount of love around in your environment, in your life, you know, all of it to the amount of money you make? I fully believe that, you know, we are, are, think about the best months you've had in sales right? Have you been on fire? Have you been in the zone? Have you been just having fun? Did you take a vacation and then come back to $10,000 in your bank account? I mean, literally, it's when we are exuding that ideal, loving lifestyle, whatever it is, essence, like you talk about your essence. Yes. But it's more than just your essence. It's it's how you surround yourself. It's just how you live. It's your lifestyle. It's your being. It's your mojo, right? Yes. It's all of that. When you exude that, people want more of that. Yes. And so they instantly gravitate towards you more. I yes. fully believe there's a link between having more love in your life, love for self, love in your life in general, and making more money. I love that because then you know, and you just, when you were just talking, I could just feel my essence (laughs) because, you know, you talk about that self-love for especially the self-love and that goes right in there. And, um, I could really feel the more, and, and then the pictures came and the visions came, Mm -hmm. the more I had love around me, the more money came in and I could feel it internally. You know, it was, uh, it's not just mentally, you know, this mental picture, but you feel it in your body. It's an internal, definitely. Yeah. I call it a being, right? It's your being. Yeah. And yes. in fact, one year uh, I had a coach, mentor, I paid a pretty penny to multiple, ten, like a couple tens of thousands. It was the year I said, okay, I want to make more money this year. Mm-hmm. And I, this guy was supposed to be the one to go to for making more money, right? Okay. Did you say guy? Yes, it was a guy. Oh, okay. I know. I switched. I just, up. I just said. <laughs> I know. Guys make help you make more money. Yes. Whatever. Anyways, good. good. Yeah. Guy who was adamant about the fact that he could help you raise your income and okay. get to that six figure, seven figure mark, and he he was no BS kind of guy. Yeah. Okay, I'm going for it. But lo and behold, the thing we did all year long in our one-on-one calls and in our uh, mastermind meetings and calls and stuff was a bunch of self-development stuff. And he was all about the, like, just be love. My whole group of people was telling me, Katrina, you just need to be. I was like, what do we do though? I need to make six figures this year. What do you do? I'm almost there. I just need to know how to should I change a product? Should I change, add something else? Should I blah, blah, blah? Should I do more marketing? Should I do this? Should I do that? They're like, stop. You just need to be. Be love. And I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding. What is that going to do for me? I don't even get it. Right? So that was the whole beginning of this whole journey was the torturous one year that I had in my career where they were forcing me to be love instead of do something to make more money. And what did you think happened at the end of that year? <laughs> you made more money. I made $100,000 and I got a love of my life. It was, oh. it was the long-term love of my life. But yeah. It was the short-term love of my life. Oh. <laughs> I got love and money at the end of that year yeah. of being loved. So mm-hmm. I would go into events and conferences and I wouldn't have a plan of like, okay, I want to talk to three people and I'll get three clients. I'm going to make this much money. No, I would just go 
can't just open. I'm going to be left. Mm-hmm. Whoever needs to talk to me, talk to me. And I would just make the money. It would just come in. And I would just hold space, be love, be that energy and be and ask people and, you know, engage. And so you knew, I mean, you've got this background, you've got this knowledge, you, you know, you're good at what you do. And so you have all this doingness. And yes, I'm a doer. Yeah, you're a doer. And <laughs> so you, you know, that's no question. That's like, you can, you know, you don't even have to think about it. No, I can and do it you, sleep right now. Yes. Well, then you, ha- you had to spend this year of just being. Oh, it was torture, <laughs> right? It was torture. Now, there's people probably listening that are on the other end. They're like the beers. Yeah. And they don't want to do anything. They just wanted to come. Those are the people that say affirmations every day and then yeah. life is going to change. You've got to have a good balance of being. Yes. So now I talk to more of the being plus doing equals the life you want. Yeah. Right. So it's some more people need more being than others. More people need more doing. It's just, it's different for everybody, but you've got to have a balance. Yes. And you get that because now you live through that. Yes. You already, you had a life of, and you have a life of one of the doing and everything, but you had to live through that beingness and learn that too. And it was the best lesson I've ever learned. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So I know you've written, I, I, don't, I lost count of how many books. I didn't count them. Seven <laughs> behind me that I'm in. <laughs> wow. Oh, five, my goodness. Five compilations and two of my own, yes. What is the favorite? What is your favorite one? Or This is my favorite, of course. Oh, love, love yourself successful. I love it. Because it's the first movie. It's yes. actually my story. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, it's the heart. It's my heart. Mm. Right. And it's funny because it's pretty much the only book I even read anymore. Cause I always have it with me on the plane and wherever I go, when I crack a chapter, I'm like, ah, step seven, love for what you're doing. What do I need to know about that today? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> do you ever go back and surprise yourself that, you know, when you read something that you've written that all, all of a sudden it pops, you, you've, you, uh, something new comes in. From oh, always. This book is really good to reread and reread and reread. And that's what I, why I read it. Because it's always something I need. Love for self. There's always something that we're doubting. Yeah. And we need a reminder of that. Right? That. There's, uh, where are you next? Step one, where are you now? Well, where am I? It's the beginning of the year, right? Where am I now? Where do I want to go? I should read that chapter again, right? Yep. <laughs> because it's a good book. People, I get so many compliments on this. I've got people... And that everybody needs to write a book, okay, or two or three, yeah. is because when you put your heart and soul into a book like this, the people that read it and are and love it are the ones that become your best client. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I've probably made a couple a hundred thousand dollars, not from book sales, fine. You don't make any money selling the book, but from people that you know come to coaching yeah. from reading the books and stuff. So they so, connect to you. They learn about you. Right. And this, in that connection, they're drawn to you. Yeah, you tell your stories. Yeah. Right? And your experiences. Now, in some of the other books, like that's more of my a story book. Like there's about eight different kinds of books you can write. Yeah. And this one's more my system book. So this one talks about, it's like the 10 steps to jumpstarting your new business or any business. Is really. that your newest one? This is, is that- the newest one that I've done myself. Okay. 
Nice. Yeah, this is my this is my proof copy. It's it's out though. It's just I ran out, so I had to get more books. But it's um this is more the uh, system, like the strategy. Mm-hmm. Here's the ten steps of what you need to do, and here's the description of everything you need to do. This is the doing book. That's the being book. <laughs> nice. I love I it. You got right. a book for both sides there. I do. It's like yin yang. It's perfect. I love um, it. But I still weave story into this because I want any book you write, you should weave in different stories that you have so they can relate to you and mm-hmm. heal you and then really want to work with yeah. you and take the next step with you. So yeah. highly recommend having a book. Nice. Well, <laughs> Katrina, if... Um, if someone wants to know how to, you know, to look, to learn more about you and the books you've written and what you bring, um, how do they find you? Yeah. Well, the, the, the main website is jumpstartyourmarketing.com. Uh, but the book for the Love Yourself Successful, which we're talking about today, there's a free audio download if you want to go to the book URL, which is loveyourselfsuccessful.com. LoveYourselfSuccessful.com will get you a free audio. And if you want to buy the book, it's actually discounted there for 10 bucks. Oh, uh, nice. Page. So it's a really good deal if you want to just check it out. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. But, and I'll put those in the show notes. So um, anyone listening, they can go right there. And if they don't have a pencil, write that down. But I, um, I love that you address both sides of... Um, of being successful because you're, you know, it is about the balance and, you know, you can have all the love, but if you don't take care of the doingness of your business, that's not going to work. Right. Mm -mm. (laughs) But you you do all the doingness, then you don't make as much money. (laughs) Well, so many people will say, I just need help with my business. I just need to get clients. I'm like, okay. And we can see if, you're not happy. If you're out there just trying to push your business, push your business, get clients, yet we can see if your energy is, is not happy. And that's yeah. not something people want to invest in. Is right. That, right? So you got to have both. Yeah. And, so uh, can I make that uh, the connection? You just, when people can see it, then, and, and I so agree, this is where your authenticity shows up too. Your authenticity, you got to take off the mask mm-hmm. and just be you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And be your it. essence. And, yes. And because some people will like it, some people won't, who cares? Uh, yeah, right? exactly. So, well, Katrina, we only have a few more minutes and I have a, a question that I would like to um, ask you. I don't think I've ever asked you this one before. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> Katrina, if you had the ability to come back in another life as a flower uh-huh. and you could choose where, and this is the important part, where would you grow and bloom? Hmm. Not what kind of flower am I? <laughs> I mean, you can tell us. A lot of, a lot of guests do tell me the flower too, because that automatically kind of pops up. Right, but, but where, where, would, I where would you grow and bloom? bloom? Well, there's some flowers that oh, I love. That I, like, I love like these Gerber daisies, but then they, you know, have you got yeah. a dozen Gerber daisies and like 
Two days later, they're all yep. in the face. And I'm like, I don't need that flower. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to just have two days of life in me. Roses are pretty darn sturdy, though. I do like roses, but the thornless roses. The thorns. I'm still answering the other question and not where, because I'm avoiding the where question. Where would I want to be? I would want to be ooh, in somewhere tropical. It would be tropical. So I'd have to be a tropical flower, or I'd have to be, it could be... Arizona, you're kind of hot down there though yeah. sometimes. I don't know if I want to be there. San Diego would be good. Mm-hmm. Anywhere that's like a moderate temperature on the beach, I'd have to be a beach flower. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what flowers. Yes. Maybe it's that big old uh, tropical, what's your paradise? Birds of paradise. Oh, the bird of paradise. Maybe it's the bird of paradise in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> There's a lot of abundance around water. Doesn't I don't know what it is about water, but there's a lot of water in the earth. So I'm just going to make up. There's a lot of abundance connected to money. Sure. And, and, and money is energy, right? That's right. It's all energy. And money likes speed. So the faster you act, the faster you'll get more money. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. I money like that. Like speed. Thank you. Oh, Katrina, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. I I really enjoyed um, exploring the love and money with you. And I'm excited for our guests to um, go find out more information about you. And we will hopefully, oh, you know what? We are in the month of February. So this is perfect. Just want to say Perfect for our guests and our audience to uh, yeah. look up Katrina Sawa and her love and do more dating. Do Find the right person. <laughs> yes, and I don't care if it's Valentine's Day or not. Dump the one if they're not good for you. Like, get out, stop settling, and uh, love go. yourself. Love, love yourself. yourself. Oh well, thank you, Katrina. I sure enjoyed our time together, and hopefully, we will do this again. Yay! Okay, okay thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you're interested in hearing more and finding out how to work with Steffi Joe to enhance your feminine essence for greater visibility and success, visit expressyouressence.com. Until next time, be your essence. This is the EWN Podcast Network.